0: What is going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday, whatever day it is you're watching this. We're coming to you live a little thinking real rich, a little round table discussion. I got my boy John Boder on here today. And we're gonna be going over episode number nine, which is persistence, which is step number eight in the 13 steps to riches. Uh we're doing the Thinking Real Rich book. The um that's that's the theme we're doing right now. And so this step we're talking about is persistence, which is what me and John have about one of our favorite things, because um, it really is just true grit, it's true tenacity, it's true willpower, and that, my friends, is something that everyone is born with, but it's a matter of are you willing to go, are you willing to put in, put in, not put in the work, but go through the crap and continue to fight even when things don't seem like they're ever going to lighten up or you're or, or you're being into a tunnel. And so that's what persistence really is. It's just true, truly having belief in something you can't absolutely see. So before we get started, John, tell people out there who you are and why they should listen to you.
1: My name is John Bodnar, and I'm a coach at BSB Wealthy Body Coaching. And my, my purpose in life is to, to teach people how to make good decisions for themselves, whether it be through persistence, whether it be through health and fitness. It's all about continually making positive decisions, things that, that serve you. And as someone who has for had for many years struggled with not only decision making, but persistence in general... It's something that I'm, I'm very grateful and thankful that I get to share with other people at this point in my
0: life. Let's do this thing. Let's make the decision to persist on. Here we go. So what is persistence? Uh, it's an essential factor in the procedure of transmitting desire into its monetary equivalent, or really any equivalent, is not just monetary. Um, the basis of persistence is the power of will, and willpower and desire when properly combined make an irresistible pair. So John, persistence,
1: describe me in your words what persistence is to you persistence is the well sort of how you said at the beginning it's the willingness to go through the crap it's the willingness to to get to get beat up but to perceive it as an inevitability and something that will ultimately lead you to where you want to be it's i also think it goes back to faith if you if you have faith that you're doing the right things and that it's worth it you will be persistent so if you don't have faith to back up your actions eventually you're going to fall off track or if you don't have desire, you're going to stop because the persistence, persistence is hard. If you don't have, especially if you don't have those things, you're just going to be like, oh, it's too hard. I quit. It's not worth it anymore.
0: Yeah. And I think actually it starts first with your decision and like whether you're conscious or you're unconscious of the decision is relevant, but the more conscious you can be, you realize that it's like, I'm going to make it work. And then once you make the decision to make it work, that's when you, inev- you inevitably instill persistence in that decision. Because you're like, mm, I'm not really sure if this is going to work. You inevitably are showing your persistence from the start. And so I actually think everything starts with your decision. Um, and obviously this is about persistence, but persistence is a byproduct of the decision to say, you know what, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be a good human being. I'm going to make a million dollars. I'm going to lose 30 pounds. And then once you make the decision, then all of a sudden it just it does become persistence. It's like, okay, well, I thought I was going to do keto, but that didn't work. So it doesn't mean I stop? It doesn't mean I give up. It's like, I'm going to look at macros. Okay, Boom. You can continue to move through different techniques, different tactics, but your persistence is the is the is the thing that stays consistent along the whole process. Same thing with making money. It's like, oh, I want to be a millionaire. Maybe I started out as, you know, being a trainer, then I got into owning a gym, and then all of a sudden you get into real estate. Whatever it may be, it's like all of a sudden you just, you just understand that you got to understand the, the decisions that made, the tactics along the way, they're going to change because uh, that's just how life works. But as long as you're persistent, like all of a sudden you'll start to see the avenues, you'll start to see the opportunities. Uh, but that's only comes when the decision itself has been made.
1: I agree, and, and something to look out for within yourself is the, is the try it out mentality. Mm-hmm. Whether you're going to try a new meal plan or you're going to try a new investment, investment strategy or a new workout plan, if you're always going into it with like, I'll try it out. Then if it's not perfect, which it won't be, you're not going to be persistent with it because you're not, you're not actually making that decision at the very beginning to, to commit to it. Like, I'll try to be a millionaire. Right. You know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Well, what are you actually? What are you actually telling yourself? And this might be something we've said before, but trying is is the only thing that trying is is giving yourself permission to fail. Which, if you're persistent, you don't have permission to fail. It's not an option to to stop to fail. The only way to fail is to stop.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting. I love it. I love it. Okay, so uh, let's go to the next slide here. So those who have cultivated who have cultivated the habit of persistence seem to enjoy insurance against failure. No matter how many times they're defeated, they finally arrive up towards the top of the ladder. I freaking love this one, right? It's like your insurance policy behind life is just saying that I'm going to continue to fight no matter what. I'm going to be persistent. You're not going to stop me. And so this maybe this is on the on the next slide, but seeing seeing defeat is temporary only, only in that moment and not for the rest of your life. And so when you're actually able to look at that from that, from that scope, it becomes very freeing because the like the feeling of making a mistake. It goes away because you know that like you're gonna to continue to swing again, or you're gonna continue to take the you're gonna take you're gonna continue to take the shot again. You're gonna to continue to ask for the sale again. they are gonna continue to to ask you know ask the person to to marry you again. You're going to you look yourself in the mirror and say you know I'm gonna do this again, right? As long as you're able to continue to be persistent, continue to ask the question, how do I get better? How do I how do I continue to grow? Um, like that's your insurance policy behind. That feeling of failure, which I think is one of the biggest, the biggest fears people have is not actually the fear of dying. I think most people on some level understand that you're going to die because everyone dies. But what, what people don't understand is that everybody fails. But I don't think a lot of people actually understand that inherently. I think right. people they look at people who are successful and they're like, that person's never failed in life. They look at Tom Ray, they look at, you know, LeBron James, they look at, you know, they like Trump or or Biden or like really successful people, and they don't think that they failed. And ironically enough, it's like those are the people who actually failed the most they're the ones they're the ones who have literally faced rejection and been told no and have got punched in the face more than anybody else has and that's actually why they were are where they are at is because of all the, the the temporary defeats all the temporary failures all the temporary setbacks all the people who told them no told them that they weren't good enough that they sucked like that's why actually why they are where they are today it's because they actually went through those experiences and um i think it's I think it's like that mentality. If you can truly buy into that mentality and just look at it from like everything goes my way mentality, and uh, man, it's just like life becomes a lot easier, a lot more fun, and a lot less stressful because your expectations of things are going to be perfect, or that everyone's going to say yes, or that you know, it's like 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 the waves are just going to part for you, you're going to walk right through, and everything's going to close behind you. Like all of a sudden that expectation goes away, and you just realize that you know what, you have to walk through the freaking waves, and then. If yeah. you- and by you getting uh, and by you getting out on the other side, like that's your story. And that's what people are going to resonate with. So that's how I see
1: this slide. So, John, what are your thoughts on that? So a lot of it comes down to you said like everything goes my way. And that's that's completely true. It's failure is inevitable, no matter what. And but it's up to you to decide what you get from that. If you take failure as, oh, I'm never gonna succeed because I failed this time, you're gonna be right. But if you take it as, okay, well, I'm going to do it again. How can I do it better? What's the lesson I learned from this? Then eventually you're going to come out on top more often than not. And it literally, like, it just goes back to statistics. Basketball is an easy, easy example. The person who takes the most shots will also miss the most shots. But percentage wise, the percentage is going to get better and better because the more shots you take, the better you're going to get at it, provided you're willing to get better. If you're just out there throwing Hail Marys all day, like that's not going to help you. But, but if you're, if you're consistently saying like, okay, I missed it. Why, what can I do better? How will I make it next time? Eventually. Yeah. You're just still going to miss more shots than just about anybody else. If you're still taking more, but percentage, you're going to be ahead of the game entirely, which puts you at the top of the ladder.
0: And I think that's a great point to, to actually understand is like, what's more important to you, like a percentage or like actually getting like a certain, uh, like a specific goal. Like, do you want to hit the game winner or do you want to shoot 90% with that one shot being you know, that you miss was the game winner. Like which one of those is actually more important to you? And I think sometimes just having perspective is really important. And it was even like, it was even like on our, our call this morning, Diana, who's, who's a teammate of ours, was, was talking about how her, her overall percentages were lower, but she had a higher, because there's a lot more people on her schedule, she actually had a higher number of, of successful uh, sets. But it's just like, it was like that type of time, I was like that's actually what's more important that she had more successful sets of means which we have more successful people who are in our program. Uh, but the, the the numbers maybe looked, maybe they were, maybe maybe the percentages were lower, but the vast, but the actual number of the people who actually joined was higher, which, like, which one of those actually matters, you know, and that's really what's important to, to think about in life. It's like, okay, you might have a hundred failures, but you have two successes. And those two successes are the things that like transform your life forever. And that's actually how life kind of works, which is really, really cool, actually. And I see advantage we have is that literally you can have a hundred failures, but if you just have one success, that one success will... Literally, like, set you for the rest of your life. It'll set the expectation for the rest of your life. It'll give you the confidence to can, like, it'll, it'll give you the confidence to know that if you did it once, you can do it again. Exactly. Right. And I actually think about this a lot with like kids. Anytime a um, so you have a kid and the, or baby, let's go baby, right? So they're a baby and they're starting to crawl, and then all of a sudden they start to try to walk. Obviously, they're gonna fall down. Right. And how many times as adults do you, do you actually question that kid that is going to walk? No. Right. You just laugh, like, yeah, get up, try again. Right. And you just know that kid's going to try enough that eventually they're going to walk. Because you know what? It's happened with you know how many people on this planet? I can't remember how many people are. It's like 7.6 billion people on this planet. Right. So that means that it's happened virtually that many times. And so you know what's going to happen. And that's the same thing. Like now we apply that same concept into anything else that you're doing, whether it's you trying to make a million dollars. Like, number one, it's happened for, right? It's possible. You gotta create it. Is it freaking worth it to you? Just understand that like you're like gonna you have to like fall down and get up a couple of times, right? And maybe those couple of times might be, it might be years, it, it, it might be decades, but if you continue to try to get up, you continue to get up, every time you fall down, you will eventually walk, right? Same thing with your health and fitness, same thing with relationships. You continue to get up and walk. Every time you fall down, you will eventually walk, right? And that's kind of the mentality that, that goes back to, that's obviously a good example of persistence, but just making the decision that I'm going to walk, right? And so depending on what your goal is, so that's why that goal needs to be super important. Like whatever you like, whatever you think that goal is, it needs to be important because you got to have the desire backed by the decision to like 100% all in. And then when you have those two things, persistence comes behind it.
1: Okay. And just a, a quick example of that, I, I went to the gym yesterday. I go to the gym most days, but when yesterday, I I was, beat. I don't know if it was the smoke in the air. I don't know if I didn't get enough sleep. I, I felt good going into it, but halfway through, I had to quit. I just felt like absolute garbage. And I knew if I kept going, it wouldn't help. But guess what, I'm, I'm going back today and the odds are pretty darn good. I'm not quitting halfway through. And yesterday, like, okay, it's an anomaly, it happens. I I, I failed, right? I didn't complete the workout, but instead, I look at, okay, I don't necessarily care what happened there. Maybe you need to learn a lesson about sleep quality or something, but regardless, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to go for the next, what is today? Wednesday. So the next four days in a row, like it's, it's just not even a question at this point. And if you're, if you're able to adopt that and not even get, not even get beat up in the first place by a a perceived failure, then you're going to be even more persistent. It just becomes part of your life. Something that you do, which is really what it takes. That's what to me true persistence when, you, when you've mastered persistence that's when it becomes automatic and yes we want things to be conscious we want we want to be aware of what we're doing but if all of a sudden we're a little bit unaware of the good things that we're doing that we had to be conscious of before that's a pretty big one
0: So, yeah. i think as i look at the slide again i think the big thing that i see is expectations and just having the right expectations going into any endeavor anything that's like any goal that's worthy that's big like understand that it's going to be like it's going to be difficult there's going to be challenges there's going to be things that you don't know because by definition a goal is something you never achieved before so you don't you don't actually know all the obstacles in the way you don't know all the things that are like in your path right now that are like true unknowns and then like obviously there's like market unknowns um, as well whether it's in business or whether it's in in relationship and you have other people and so there's lots of unknowns Um, and so if you go into goal with expectation of I'm going to do whatever it takes, no matter how long it takes uh, to get it happen. All of a sudden you're going with an right expectation rather than if you're going like okay, well, if I don't get this goal, if there you go, right, if I don't get this goal in six weeks and I don't hit X amount of dollars, then you know what, it's probably not worth it. Or if I don't lose 30 pounds in the next six weeks, no, it's not worth it. You know, then all of a sudden you're, you're putting conditions on what you're actually going to do in order to get to your goal, which uh, it's not going to work either. So it's a whole nother on the topic though. <laughs> and so this is like this part of the book. Oh, and I, I think I cut it off a little bit.
1: Dang it. Um, so. I can I'm read it just... on my end see if you need. You can read it. Yeah, I've got slides up on my end too. Okay. So John, why don't you should go ahead and read the slide. Cool. so few people know from experience the soundness of persistence. They're the ones who have not accepted defeat as being anything more than temporary. The ones whose desires are so persistently applied that defeat is finally changed into victory. We stand, we who stand on the sidelines of life see the overwhelm overwhelmingly large number who do go down in defeat, never to rise again. We see the few who take punishment of defeat as an urge to to greater their effort. And these fortunately never learn life's reverse gear. But what we do not see, what most of us never see or suspect of existing, is the silent but irresistible power which comes to the rescue of those who fight on in the face of discouragement. If we speak of this power at all, we call it persistence and let it go at that. One thing we all know, if one does not possess persistence, one does not achieve noteworthy success in any calling. Yeah. When you, when you read that, what,
0: what things really like resonate with you? Do did you, did you, did you really feel when you read that?
1: or things that stand out. Well, first just from a vocabulary standpoint, it's it's worded very powerfully. Like whoever whoever actually wrote that, whether it is the guy who wrote the book or the editor or whatever, was really in a good a good frame of mind at that point. Um, but it's it's important to note like well, here's here's what, actually I do have a question about it first. So it says we who stand on the sidelines of life see the overwhelmingly large number who go down and defeat never to rise again. But at the same time, I feel like we also see, like you said earlier, the people who are successful, but and we don't we don't see them going down. We don't see their failures. So it's like all we see are the extremes. So this, actually I just answered my own question. All we see are the extremes. We see the people who just fail time and time again, and we see the people who succeed and we never see them fail. So it's important to have this, this realistic understanding of, okay, you know, we don't, we don't actually see. The power that goes behind it. You know, like you were saying earlier, the successful people who got punched in the face a million times, we just don't see that. And, and to tailor our expectations around that is setting ourselves up for failure. Really obvious example are like Instagram models. Meanwhile, 80% of them are, are on, on enhancements pretending not to be, which isn't inherently bad, but, if, but you're setting a false expectation for people too. So it's it's just, we don't have a realistic understanding of what it actually takes. By default, I'm saying we don't have a realistic understanding of what it actually takes to, to be persistent, to be successful, and we just think it's supposed to happen. That is obviously not the case. Yeah. Else, everybody would be successful in every way they wanted.
0: Yeah, you know what I I love the slide. I will say a lot, and I think that's I think what you said right there is, is is really profound too. Just like we we usually see the two the two dichotomies: the really successful and the really you know unsuccessful, but most people obviously ride, will fall right in the middle and they don't understand both sides of the coin, like how, how close you are really to be successful. It's like, you, it's like literally the very first episode we talked about was, is, is three feet from gold, right? Like the guy who stopped three feet from hitting gold, it's like, I don't think people realize how close they are sometimes that they just stop just a little bit too early, right? And then on the other side of the spectrum, people who are successful like there is a little bit of luck involved there is there is some there is some some market conditions there's some chance and like sometimes you just got to be the right place at the right time and just because it wasn't your it wasn't your opportunity at the moment doesn't mean it's not going to be there in the next five years 10 years the only way you're able to be actually in that position is if you're in the game one can one way you can get lucky is if you're playing the game and so and some people quit playing the game so they didn't give themselves an opportunity to be lucky so they might live they might exist for 70 80 years but they quit playing the game at 30 years old they quit playing the game when they hit their first big failure. And so they think that they that they live for 80 years. But they, just it. they actually they actually quit playing the game a long time ago. And when not, we're not in the game, you have no chance of getting lucky. You have no chance of hitting home runs or getting winning shots. You have, you have no chance of, of being an overnight success, right, as people think. Um, and so ultimately, like, the only way to do that is
1: if you stay in the game, that's only done through persistence. Yeah, and to to touch a little bit more on luck, there's – there's a line I absolutely love. Um, so Efren Reyes, I don't know if you know who he is. He's he's a Filipino guy. Uh, he's widely considered to be the best pool player of all time. Well past his prime at this point, has been for many years, but he's, again, widely considered to be the best of all time. And one of his biggest rivals, also a contender for, for up there as the best ever. His name Earl Strickland, very eccentric, like gets angry while he's playing. Meanwhile, Efren Reyes is as cool cool as could be. And every time that uh, Reyes would beat Strickland, Strickland would complain about how lucky he is. Like he just gets so lucky, you know, cool pool, there's a lot of luck in pool. It's like, he's just so lucky. And every single time he, he'd hear that, F and Reyes would just say like, you know, it's funny, the, the more I practice, the luckier I get. Yeah. And first of all, that's a, great, that's a great way to basically, you know, give a middle finger to, to a guy, but in a way that is so charming, and but also true. And a great lesson for people. like The more he practices, the luckier he gets because he has more opportunities to be lucky. His bad shots are that much better than they would be without the practice. And his good shots are perfect. And, and that's that's something that I, that I preach a lot, whether it's um, to myself or um, to, to my family when, I, when I'm helping them with sports psychology or whatever else. It's like, if you can make it so your bad shots are better, like your good shots could be great already. But if your bad shots get better and better, that's how you know you're actually improving. But it looks like luck it's like oh i miss hit the ball in tennis but it still went in it's not luck it just seems like luck
0: yeah. and then the last thing that i'm gonna i take from the slide is one of the things that we've talked about before in the past is so the line is we see the few who take punishment as defeat as an urge to greater effort these people unfortunately never learn life's reverse fear and so this this example just makes me think of like keeping your foot on the gas and when you're, when you're met with resistance, most people do hit the brake. They go with the resistance, they just hit the brake and they stop. When you when face resistance, that's when you put the pedal down. you need to like, I need to do more. What I'm doing is not working. How do I do so much that it's impossible for me not to get this, this resistance and push it back the other way? And so I can know that I'm going in the right direction. And there's so many times in my life where I want to, like, I feel the resistance and, like, it's, it's, our, it's a reaction to want to, like, accept it and then back down. But when you're able to train yourself, I'm like, okay, put the pedal down. I got to do more. I got to do something that's over the top in order to get this momentum going. And then once you get the momentum going, it's like it's like the treadmill example. You always need to keep one foot going because ultimately, life is like a treadmill. It's always moving at about one like one time speed. And so while you think you're stopped, you think you're not. You think you're stagnating, but you're actually going backwards. And so you need to figure out how to actually get that thing moving and going in the right direction at all times. That's like keeping yeah. your foot on the gas. So. John,
1: anything else you want to add to into the slide or just persistence in general? If you're, if you're someone who struggles with persistence, the odds are pretty good that you don't know what it feels like yet. that's okay. But in order to in order to actually find persistence and become a consistently persistent person, which might be a little might be redundant, but either way, it's fine. You need to experience persistence. And it could be in in one little thing. It could be, I write down my goals every day, no matter what, right? It could be, I go on a walk every day, something small, 50 squats a day, something you know you can do every single day. So that way, when you learn what persistence actually feels like, it gets easier and easier to apply it to things that are more important than what you're able to be persistent with right now. And that's, it's, it's such a powerful thing. It's a skill, just like anything else. Persistence is a skill. So you gotta work on it. Start with what guarantees your success. And get into the scary stuff. I'm glad you
0: brought that up. I didn't, I did not see that point, but I'll, I want to go down a rabbit hole real quick. What you said right there is like the consistency and the practicing with such a skill. And where I, where I trained this skill myself is on workouts and train myself to be persistent every single day. And I made a commitment. I made the decision to work out every single day. And through that, it's been over 900. Workouts now in a row every single day. Um, so obviously there's some persistence in there, but like that's not the coolest part. That that part is just is just giving the ability to have that belief and to train that skill. But now I've i basically used that skill and I've applied it to other areas of my life. Uh, and, and John knows, it's like doing breakthroughs, um, uh, doing podcasts like this. Like I've I basically found things to do every single day. Cold showers, um, found ways to grow this persistence in other areas of my life that all that have. That have benefited greatly from persistence and consistency. And so it's very much a skill. And so, like, just like what John said, so like, find something that you believe that you can do and you can be persistent and use that as a thing that gives you the momentum to, like, do the next thing, the next thing, next thing, next thing, next thing. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you use, like, anytime you start, anytime you take on a, a new challenge or endeavor, like, you just know you're going to do it because you've already seen it already show up in these other areas of your life that it's like, it's impossible for not to work over here. And that's what gives you the ability to create the future and see the future and have faith where other people might not because you have faith in yourself, which is the most important thing you can ever have. 100%. All right. So persistence, it is the name of the game and it all starts with making that decision, have that decision, make sure it's worth it, have the desire behind that decision, and then man, then you just gotta be persistent to figure out what it is to get to where you wanna go. Um, and one of my favorite mantras is like, I am built to outlast right? I played the long game. Those are my two favorite mantras. I'm built to last outlast and I played the long game. And anytime I start to feel like I want to get there quicker or I think I should be there, my expectations start to start to come out. I would always remember those mantras, like, hey, I'm built to outlast. It's like, I'll be here for a long time. I played the long game. I'm playing the longer game. As long as I'm in the game, I got a chance to win. So those are my two mantras that help me get through times where I do want to quit or I feel like I should already be there, uh, where my expectations start to start to, um, uh, get out of control so anyway thank you guys for listening um appreciate your persistence appreciate you being on here we'll be back next week step number nine in this think and grow rich mindset series and so for john Bodner, my name is Lloyd manzanares we are out
1: bye